We recording, Barry? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> What's up, you guys? Welcome to the 312 Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Diana, a girl from Chicago creating spaces for millennials to have wholesome conversations that are real, they're raw, and they're relatable. We laugh a lot, we cuss a little bit, and we promise you're going to learn something about yourself when it's all said and done. Don't be shy. This is a safe space. So, what's the 312? What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the 312 Podcast. I am your host, the Ashley Diana. If you're just here, make sure you watch all of this episode and then go back to catch up on what we've done before. And if you've been here since day one, thank you. I love you. Welcome back to another very good episode. Um, Today I have a special guest. I'm very excited about this one, as I am all my other ones. Um, But today, welcoming to the 312 Podcast for the first time and hopefully the first of many. (laughs) <laughs> right, right, right. We have singer, songwriter, D. Les. What's, what's, up? Up? what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, let's not forget Grammy nominated. Let me not like, <laughs> hello. Let's <Yeah>. let's be clear. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> welcome. How are you? Man, I'm feeling pretty good, man. You know, I'm actually excited that you're having me here today, yes. you know, on this uh, luxurious uh, day Luxury. that it is. <laughs> oh, I love that. And you've been here before though, right? I actually have on a couple of occasions, just, okay. you know, shooting things on and off, you know, just performances and stuff like that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, and I remember yeah. I had saw that. I'm like, oh wait, that's here. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> so, place is actually great. This is a great space dope. to be in. It's yeah. dope. So I'm glad you're here with yes. me. Um, so the first thing that we do is introduce our cocktail. Uh-huh. Um, I, Read the assignment. I understood it. We got your tequila. See? Um, and I actually, I want to do the shot first because it is not Casamigos. And even my girl that was here before, I want to mm. get y'all off Casamigos. You want to off Casamigos? I want to get y'all off of it. So it ain't you, good. So you have an assignment for it. It ain't good. I got an assignment. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's do our shot first. I want you to tell me what you think about it. It's a really good tequila. It's okay. 100% authentic. Okay. Um, I'll tell you the name after this because they are not sponsoring this episode. <laughs> <laughs> But let me know what you think. Um, if you can, right. if you can think of what it tastes like in comparison. To All right, cheers, cheers. So. cheers. Um, what we thinking? It's like it's smooth, but then it's got that little little ass, kick. The, yeah, it's, it's still the there. At the top. It's, a, it's at the top. <laughs> I like it. It has like a little vanilla taste, and I think Definitely that. that. Um, from right. what I can remember in my bartending, day, bartending days, that taste comes from the barrel. So it depends on like how aged it was. And this is like 100% um, agave tequila, I believe. Gotcha. That's some um, good it's stuff. It's really then, good. Right? And yeah. it's cheaper than Casamigos. Yes. So I'm going to give you, you the can't name. Say the name? No, not on this. Not on, uh, not on this. <laughs> <laughs> when I get their sponsorship dollars, for sure. I'll All right, for sure. <laughs> but I'll tell you after the show. All right. Um, but yeah, so we have our tequila mixed drinks today. Mm-hmm. So cheers to you being here. Okay. Um, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Boop. Boom. Let's get it. Oh, that's good. It tastes like that, yeah, you, you did. Got I do a good right. mixture. Yeah, you okay. You, you got that pretty good. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the other thing that we do at the beginning of every episode mm-hmm. is our check-in. So it's what's the three one two, and that is how you are mentally, spiritually, emotionally, however you want to define it. Um, so what's the three one two? That's actually great. Um, you know, I want to say mentally. You know, I'm actually 
I want to say I'm leveled, I'm balanced with it. You know, okay. as a creative, you know, you got to have some type of balance. You know, you you're either going to be either on this side or you're going to be to the right or to the left. And, and I feel like I'm in this space where I'm just more in love with just who I am I in this that. moment, right? And then I want to say spiritually, you know, I, I'm trying to get more in tune, in tune with, you know, just, you know, God and everything and just really, really honing in on myself and mm -hmm. then what it means to really just be uh, a vessel to other people, you know, okay. more than anything, right? Um, man, physically, I feel great. Like, it's been a journey, you know, with health. I've been in the gym a lot. You Good know what for I'm saying? you. Um, I'm trying to create another type of sexy for myself. Hey, so, for, you, know, you hear him yeah. for myself. Yeah, Do so, it for you. Yeah, because before, like, I did it for other reasons that yeah. wasn't healthy. And so now it's just, it's healthier. For to, you. Yeah. I love that for you. Thank yes. you. Thank and it's, what are we in? It's, well, when you guys see this episode, it's going to be June. Okay. Um, But uh, we're filming into perfect. April. God, it's April, right? God damn, mm -hmm. what month is it, y'all? Um, so for you to still be in the gym in April, yeah, you're past that like New Year's new me. <laughs> oh, you know what? It started actually. It started June of last year. Okay, good for you. So you've been consistent, consistent since then. with it. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. It's yeah. a and being in the gym, being uh, physical, yes. really helps your mental. It does. It gets to a point where, and I've been just in the gym consistently yes. i don't know all all my life oh, <laughs> i've been in well, you know so you, sports and all that good shit too yeah, it's, um and then you, exactly <laughs> so it's not like that for everybody so when yeah. you get to discover it into your adulthood and you hang on to that um you get a lot out of that a lot of yeah. energy a lot of just mm -hmm. like you just being in a good mental space when i have bad days yes. i will drag myself out that house to, to get to the gym because like who I'm wants like, to i just go. need to yeah but you yeah. just do it, and then, like, at the end of it, you're like, damn, I'm I feel I good. It. Or even, you know? you know, in the middle of it, it'll be times where I'll start in the gym, and I'm just like, I don't fucking feel like doing this. <laughs> and then really? as my adrenaline gets to pumping, I'm yes. like, I see myself in the mirror. I'm like, okay, let's keep yeah, doing this. It's the, it's the progress, <laughs> you know, that actually gets you, like, excited. Exactly. You know I mean? But when you're doing it, it's like going through it. It's like, oh, I got to do this again because mm -hmm. I got to go. But then along the way, it's like, okay, I got to keep doing this because yeah, I like exactly. my results. Good. Well, yeah. I'm happy for you. So thank that's you, what's thank up. You. So let's go ahead and dive into some icebreakers, let's as go. we always do. Okay. I wanted to do, uh, like, some rapid fire. Rapid. Here we go. Into me not being able to talk already, y'all. You got shot. <laughs> already, I don't know. Rapid <laughs> fire questions. <laughs> Um, and so I don't know if you've ever done this before, but basically it's real quick questions back to back to back. Okay. Um, the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. And yeah, we're, we're just going to start there. Let's get to know you a little bit more. All right. First things first, talking or texting? Texting. Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. What, really? Yeah. Is that because you're like, in, it's like hump day, you in the middle? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but Wednesday actually... It, you wouldn't think it is, but Wednesday is like my Saturday sometimes. Okay, because so you done, you done went through the weekend. To, the first two days, yeah. you go hard, and then Wednesday is like, oh, I can pick and choose. Yeah, what you want to do. Okay, understood. Mm -hmm. uh, if you could pick a power, invisibility or super strength? Man, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> super strength. Okay. I would choose invisibility. I don't know why, but it's just like. If y'all ain't had to see me and I can do what I wanted to do. <laughs> but you know what? It's a price to pay with that. It's a price How so? To pay with what would you say? Because, I mean, to be invisible sometimes, right, you can you can control whether you're visible or not, even without those superpowers. But having True. it, you're actually putting more of invisibility on you. 
because now you're you're lonelier than ever. You don't have anybody else. Well, damn. So. You want to change my mind? Nah, just I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you got to put it in perspective. You know? Yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah. Gold or silver? Gold. Go. Okay, yeah. me too. Uh, say one word in Spanish. Not the word, one word, but what a word in Spanish. <laughs> oh, I know this. Um, Not hola. No, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> Compromiso. Uh, what is it? Compromiso. 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 Something that means is that like excuse compromise? me. Oh, pardon. Pa- no, nah, it's. <laughs> put, don't, don't y'all butcher me. Uh, I'm trying to get it right, but. Uh, <laughs> but it's something like that. It's something like that. I think. Okay. Yeah, something. I, I'm, I'm gonna get butchered, but it's okay. Mi corazón. Yeah. It's mine. That's <laughs> My heart. <laughs> oh, cause corazón. Yeah, yeah. Corazon, yeah. You feel me? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so would you have all the money in the world or all the freedom? All the freedom. And I feel like people who, I won't say people with money, but like if you're in a certain comfortability within your finances, yeah. I feel like most people would, in that instance, choose freedom because it's like, look, yeah, all money ain't good money, y'all. It's, yeah, it's, it's true. Not. I want to be free. More money, more problems. <laughs> Let yeah. us us free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if your life was a story, what would be the title? Damn. Uh, this that's way. actually great. Um, <laughs> the title, uh, Doing Me. Ooh, okay. I yeah. like that. I yeah, like that. Because he's doing him. Yeah. And that's how you can define it. I like that. Yeah, it's a um, true story. I think mine would be like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I kid y'all not. Like, I really wish I could have a camera crew follow me around like facts because it's like y'all this some of the shit that happens like this morning oh it's let me pure. tell you about this morning so my boyfriend is <laughs> he's in the military so he's away for his okay. annual training okay he's in hawaii having a fucking ball and i kid you not anytime he's damn, not home hawaii. he's in fucking hawaii love you babe but damn, damn. <laughs> i'm in the wrong field you feel bro. me um, but every time he's not away, whether that be for the weekend, for him yeah. to go to his uh, base for the weekend, mm-hmm. all of the centipedes and spiders in our house fuck with me. I kid you, they don't ever show up when he's home, okay? But when he's not home, it's like all of them just start scared. And I have like the worst arachnophobia, like yes. centipedophobia. I don't know if that, like I what that word would be. I do not. Bro. I do not mess with spiders. I had everything all. set up in the house. My son took everything out to my car. Mm-hmm. I literally just had to go to the bathroom real quick before I left. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, I come in my fucking room. What I see on the fucking wall above my bathroom door, a fucking centipede. The biggest, okay. Burn the whole house down. <laughs> Man, I literally sat there and I had the shoe in my hand. I feel like he saw me. I don't know if they can see us. Like we feel like- I feel that like they, they can. can. They feel us. vibration. They, they, yeah. But like that. he was crawling around and he stopped right above my door as I got the little shoe in my hand. Cause I'm, you know, I gotta wait till he comes down. I can't kill a bug up on the ceiling. Cause if it falls, I nah, freak the fuck out. Nah. Bro, he stood over and you know how the base is for your door. So it's yeah. like kind of bumpy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, let me let him move from the frame to the actual door and I'm gonna kill his ass. <laughs> he went from the base or the frame and jumped. Yes, I, I was not high y'all. I swear to God, I was not drunk. This was early in the morning. I was very sober in a very clear mind. This fucker jumped from the frame to my fucking carpet and ran underneath my bathroom door. And when they run, like, it's so fast, you don't know where they're going. So if you lose sight of it, it's like, that's it. And my carpet's kind of brown. So I open the door, I cut the light on, and it's tile on the bathroom floor, and it's kind of brown. 
Bro. Uh, he's one of the carpets. I cut that light on. I said, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go in the front with the, in the kids' bathroom. <laughs> so I just know when I go back home today and I'm just ready to take a shower. I'm trying to keep it on my mind. That's why I keep saying it. Because I feel like the minute I'm about to take a shower, that motherfucker is going to be like by the... The, the sink or some shit like that. Or oh, just start I, making noise. Like, just start stomping or something. I know he's there, and it was a big one. Man. So I'm probably not sleeping in my room until my man gets back home. <laughs> Let's pray for her, guys. He can have a room. Uh, <laughs> any fucking way. Last couple questions. What's the last TV series you watch? The Office. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they have new seasons? No, but I, I you know what? <laughs> I've watched, I binge watched it right, and then I actually watched the the ninth season over. Like, okay, that has become one of my favorite shows. Okay, and I, I've seen episodes here and there, mm-hmm. but I've never like actually sat and binge watched. I might do it. Yeah, Steve Carell is a, he's a, a genius with that. So yeah, he's <laughs> hilarious because it's just random. I love mm-hmm. random things of comedy. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I feel like it's more authentic. Exactly. Oh, excuse me, you guys. Right. Ooh, that's tequila. Yeah, that's. I'm taking my mask. Rain or snow. I don't like fucking either. Hmm. And that's like you get rain. wet in either in either situation. You you getting wet. But but yeah, <laughs> but 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 rain because at least I mean it just it I guess it dries faster. Yeah. I don't know. It just you know. I, I would snows, probably it choose, has to rain to get rid of it. I would probably choose rain. I probably would choose yeah. rain. Probably. So sleeping with your socks on or socks off? Socks on. Really? Yeah. Well, I it, fucking hate socks on my so feet. So look. <laughs> It depends, right? So in the summer, it socks off because I like to feel cold spots in the bed, like in my you- feet. <laughs> yeah. So, but in the winter, it's like socks on because okay. it could be either way. Like I could be super cold, mm-hmm. but, you know, or one of them got to be off. Maybe one of them got. Yeah, I feel like it. one of my socks end up being off, yeah. but like it's never like a choice. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck did this sock get off? <laughs> um, last question: What was the last song that you downloaded? The last song I downloaded was Alex Isley's Orbit. Alex Isley? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, so that's um, um, Ernie Isley of uh, the Isley Brothers. Mm-hmm. That's his daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's like very, very prominent in R&B right now. Ooh, mm-hmm. let me, hold on. Let me, yeah, let me yeah, tab just, her real quick. I just put her on. You feel, you me? feel me? Um, Because I love, that's why I was like, Alex. I knew who, who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had knew I had ran across a video. Yeah. Um, or two of her singing live. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. I know who your daddy is. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the last song I downloaded, um, and this is just because I think I, I was scrolling through Instagram and had like, rediscover, I love when I rediscover songs where yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. But it was Mariah Carey Emotions. You're when I insane. tell you, I was screaming to the top of my lungs, like, <laughs> I forgot about this song. Now, you know what happened to me? A song like that, it would be, um, uh, what's the name of the song? It's, uh, Got Somebody. She is a beauty. beauty. I did that, right? I was like, I was singing in the bathroom. To that, and like, I'm Jamaican, yeah. so that's my shit. Oh, uh, see? <laughs> uh, no letting go. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, okay, cool. End of our, uh, Rapid fire questions. Yeah, yeah, I made it. Drink. I made it through. <laughs> you made it through. Cheers. <laughs> this drink is really fire, though. It's a good mix. I didn't yeah. put cranberry in mine, so I just have the. Um, I did lemonade, tequila, and Sprite. Topped it off with. I feel like Sprite yeah. and tequila with anything is like. 
top tier. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and if you want to get spicy, put some tahini on the rim. Oh, yeah, she's, she's spicy. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, so let's talk background. Mm-hmm. So, I know you are in the music industry. You are yes. a phenomenal singer. Let's start there. Um, and I don't remember when I started following you. Mm. Um, but as we, you know, I had reached out. And so, of course, I started doing, like, my digging and stuff. And I'm like, I remember mm. seeing you. Because um, I go to Tribe all the time. Yeah. And I remember, like, when, who was the artist that was there? Um Fuck, why can't he's a singer songwriter as well? Uh, uh Eric um Bellinger, Bellinger mm-hmm. yes. And I remember you had opened up for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. But I had seen you there before then. Um That was that was I was there for Halloween and I was there for something else. It, and it was phenomenal. Cause Thank every you. time I go to Tribe, I go like people go for the party scene. Mm-hmm. I go eight o'clock, I'm eating my little dinner and I yeah. wanna see the live show. Like I want yeah. I love live music because like I said, I really wish I could be a singer. <laughs> like, you could. I wish it, keep, I had keep, vocals keep to be able up. to sing. I would literally sing. I'd be on here singing the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when I actually get to see artists who mm-hmm. are very, like, extremely vocally talented, like, yes. I latch onto it. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I saw that and I followed you, I'm like, oh, he's fucking dope. Um, mm-hmm. If you have not gone ahead, just do a quick search. Go follow him. Please do. Amazing. Please. Uh, very, very amazing voice. Mm-hmm. So, um, how long have you been within the like the music industry? Um, what's your what's your music story? <laughs> so professionally, it's been about 12, 13 years. Okay. Right? And but but before then, like I was just always doing music just in high school. So it was just that's like the dream phase before, okay. you know, actually doing the job you love. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my background, just really getting into the industry, I had. Uh, the chance to really work on a, a project as a songwriter. Okay. And my cousin, Rashawn Lyles, um, um, who is very big in Chicago, he's in a group called Quiet Storm. Um, he and really? Willie Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. And so we found out that we were family around that time. Okay. And so that's really how he just like, all right, well, you allowed, well, you come on. I know right, you got it, I got right? you. <laughs> but then I was like, I've never been in this type of environment where I had to really write you know, in front of people and, you know, in such a project like this, you know, it was TGT. So it's like, you know, it's Tank, Tyrese, mm-hmm. you know, and Genuine. So I'm like, well, I got a shot, you know, it's yeah. not guaranteed. And so wrote a couple songs um, with, with, a, with a few people, other few writers as well. Um, and at that moment, you know, when you're around other professionals, you kind of get more opportunities from there once they figure Absolutely. out, you know, who you are as a person and then what you can bring to the table and then how creative you are, you know, from there. It's a relationship in it. So from there, I mean, everything's just kind of just been like, not a walk in the park, but it's been our Doors are opening. Yeah, doors started to open. Even if it just cracked open and then slammed, it was like, okay, well, I know what that is now. I just need you to open the door just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Let's let me peek a little bit. I'm like, (laughs) Give me a key. That's it. I'll open open my doors. Yeah, give me that mom. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's what's up. So being being in uh, environments like that and, Mm -hmm. you know, having to kind of really be on top top of your artistry, have you ever had a point, and I'm sure you have, I think all of Mm -hmm. us as creatives have, Mm -hmm. um, felt like you didn't belong there or, like, questioned yourself, like, damn, is this... Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, have you ever had that, um, like, imposter syndrome? Definitely. You know, it's crazy you're saying that. You know, I actually wrote a segment about that a couple years ago, and it did happen to me, and I didn't notice that it was happening to me because, Mm. like, I feel a certain type of way, but then when you're in the moment, it's like, wow, 
when you say I can't believe I'm sitting here, mm -hmm. or I can't believe that's just like you're saying to yourself like I don't think I'm worthy enough yeah. to be in the presence yeah. of you. But you are. It's just this is the moment for it. Yeah. So I definitely felt that way for you know for a little second. I'm like, am I really deserving of this? Am I working this hard mm -hmm. to deserve some you know opportunities like this? And and the more you get around more people, you start to understand like yeah they're in the same position. We all think this way. Mm -hmm. So. I owned it ever since then. After I just Good. left it from there. Owned so it's it. like one situation where it's like, damn. But then you start to realize. You look around the room and you see. Yeah, it becomes Good. an epiphany, or you just you become reminded of, of oh, yeah. who you are. And you know what? I also question. This is like off <laughs> topic mm -hmm. uh, for artistry, but I think it also has a lot to do with, in a sense, like some PTSD of just like being a black individual sure. in any environment. And I, I'm sure. starting to realize that about myself too. And it's just like. We have to fight so hard, right? Yes. Um, and this isn't, you know, no pity party, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But it's just the reality of it. So it's like, yeah, it's imposter syndrome, but I feel like it does not matter the environment you are as a black individual. You mm -hmm. always kind of fighting yourself like, I shouldn't yeah. be. It's, it's been so many times where I've been in rooms, and me as a digital marketer, that's mm -hmm. my nine to five, mm -hmm. and been doing it for eight, nine years. And nice. literally within the last year, I've really felt like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> I am yeah. who I am. I'm an expert. I've been like... So so often I've had people like undermine my expert and mm -hmm. and let them do it because I'm just like eh, okay you know maybe they got a point but mm -hmm. like I've within the last year I'm like no I know what I'm talking about yes I am an expert mm -hmm. I've done this I've you know have made brands so much money have made my own brands money mm -hmm. and I think it has a lot to do with that in most cases being the only black person in the room sometimes yeah you know <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and I used to feel that way, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm gonna tell you why I stopped thinking that way. Um, cause, because when I walk into the room, not only am I representing my brand, but I'm also just really showing people really who I'm, how I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm not hiding it. So the more you can accept me who I am and do business with me, the more comfortable we can be. Yeah. And not have to, you know, hide the, the rock, you know yeah. what I mean? So. It's, it's those situations and even, you know, with, with, you know, with black folks, you know, like if I walk into the room with you, it's like we, we all have to give each other opportunities as well, you yeah. know, because at some point we were at our lowest and at some point we probably at our highest and yeah. we're in the middle, you know, so it's yep. like one of those type of things, you know, it's a, it's a even medium, I like to call yeah. it that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's, that's really dope, you know, digital marketing, that's, it's, a, it's time it's, consuming, isn't it? Oh my God, like. <laughs> I love what I do, and currently I have eight brands that I manage, and eight um, brands. yeah, it's a it's a struggle sometimes. <laughs> it really requires Damn. you to be very organized, which I am, but mm -hmm. I also um, so digital marketing is a a general term. I specifically manage the social media profiles for these clients. Nice. Um, and I do email marketing too, and mm -hmm. some Google ads for a couple of them. Um, and I would say that social media is like my least favorite of the mm. um, categories of so, social or uh, yeah, digital it, marketing. It, it, it's, um, it's a jerk. It is, and it's it's very difficult, but it's also very fun. And I mm. I am thankful to have clients that allow me to be creative. Good, because that's the hard part. Like mm. in any any creative field, any field where you are an artist, like when you are presented with a task or a client or a project mm -hmm. where you're able to actually be creative, yes. you get the best work out of it. Exactly. You know, I have a couple clients who are like very particular about what it is and I'm just yeah. like, they're moving pretty slow. And then on this other side, I have my clients who let me do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they are doing so well because it's yeah. like y'all are trusting me mm -hmm. with, you know, what it is that I'm an expert in. So yes. 
I enjoy it. I definitely do enjoy it. Um, That's good. It's, you it's said fun. you said a key thing though, just actually trusting letting people trust what you do for their brand mm-hmm. so that's good so how was that when you're like writing songs and you know being able to like trust yourself mm-hmm. um trust your judgment mm-hmm. is it a matter of you are creating songs that just so you're able to have like something that is catchy or mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying something that sounds mm-hmm. good yeah or are you more on like the i'm creating songs so that this is meaningful for me mm-hmm um which one would you say you're you're on man you know i really love the creative side like Mm -hmm. i really love being creative so i'll admit like i I get selfish with that Mm -hmm. so it's like i want to be able to love it because i'm the one singing it but then also once i find something that's really catchy it's like oh okay now (laughs) now i'm thinking about everybody else now because i want you guys to be able to to sing it or remember the song yeah you know so yeah that's just my creative process and it could be different sometimes like yeah. I can either start you know because I produce as well so I could either start the beat or if there's oh, already you produce a, as well I too. Do. That's mm-hmm. what's up. so if I have a beat already I'll work off that it just got to speak to me you know what yeah. I mean so like if the beat ain't right like I, I'm not really not I can't get really <laughs> creative you know no matter what anybody says like man no this is it yeah you gotta feel but it I can't hear you gotta it, feel it. I, yeah I gotta feel it so what do you think um I'm gonna say what I think actually okay <laughs> Um, you name off these skills that you have, right? Singer, songwriter, you produce. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are very talented, very creative. And mm-hmm. I feel like artists like that, um, not to say you're not successful, but just mm-hmm. kind of speaking in general terms, like mm-hmm. their road to su- su- success, um, I feel like it takes a little bit longer than like folks that just kind of come out with something that's catchy or sounds yeah, good yeah. or they have influence, right? Exactly. I don't feel like it's. It hasn't before. It's like you had to know how to sing, or you know, have to be able to yes. write, or yes. or do the both of it, right? Yes, both. To be yeah. able to be successful now, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like if you have influence, it don't even fucking matter anymore. Yeah, no. Nah, um, what yeah. do you think? You know, it, you could be either or. So it's it's what you choose. You know, you okay. choose why you want to do this. You okay. Know? And so people have different angles on on why they want to do certain things. Mm-hmm. You know. Like the the reason why I want to do music and, and do things now is totally different from somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if I wanted to, yeah, yeah, I could just be a goofball and be an influencer yeah. and man, be famous, you know. But then um, it's always like a thin line between it because now people are expecting you to be just this. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm I put sh- you in a box. I feel like yeah. yeah. So me as the artist, I just want to you know show people you know a lot, just really who I am, and then if you authentically love that then you, you love it that's a plus there's yeah, a plus yeah. you know the cult following is is better than just people that just follow you just because they just liked one yeah. viral video you know yeah. what I mean? so yeah. i agree too and i feel like again most people who are really talented they don't really care about the yeah the aesthetics of all of it right yeah. it's just like i'm doing this because i actually enjoy doing it enjoy doing it um and i feel like you will see for sure way more longevity than most Yes. It's like I can do this, and mm-hmm. I'm cool with being behind the scenes and writing a song. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't need all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I really, I really do yeah. agree with that. But I, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> not to say that R&B is dead, because I don't think it's dead. Or maybe yeah. I don't know. Is R&B dead? <laughs> nah, it's, it's not dead. It's, it's, right? it's, it's actually it's thriving. Actually. Okay, it's thriving. Uh, not mainstream wise, but it's and that's thriving, what I was gonna say. I'm like, I don't think it's mainstream. It's thriving like it indie wise, though. Okay. And a lot, and a lot of mainstream artists are pissed that. about that. They're very pissed. I feel like the it. UK is taking over um, <laughs> yep. the R&B every, scene. It is every crazy. Every other market is taking over. Yeah. 
you know. So and, and it's thriving. You know, you they don't want to admit it, but mm -hmm. that's just what it is because you know we're we're putting everything into a different category. You know. Yeah. And you know, I feel like R and B for me actually means something different than just actually exploiting it. Okay. You know. What does so it, mean it really you? is just about about love. Aren't it's rhythm and blues. So it's yeah. about really what you feel. You know, you got rhythm along with the blues that you feel. Yeah. You know, so that's just Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see, see that. That Pain. game okay. That's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it though. Um, and I also think that I don't think it's dead. Yeah. Um and there's this conversation, right? Because of course it's not as mainstream as it was in what shit since probably like the nineties. Yeah. Maybe nineties, early two thousands. R and B was like Baby, <laughs> Man, you, but you know what, saying like, you know what I feel like happened. Uh, I feel like the R&B scene supported hip hop more, and For so sure. hip hop doesn't support us like oh no with them. at all. No, nah, that's it, a very good point. Yeah. That mm -hmm. is a very good point. I didn't think of it like because that. Because now we're influencing our R&B with hip hop. Yeah, to make it true. you know mainstream. So what do you think about like? And I don't think a, a lot of people. Or maybe I'm just not in tune as much as, as I was before. But mm -hmm. thinking of, like, R&B samples and stuff like yeah. that, um, do you think, like, the current generation is doing a good job? I know, like, the one thing, the one song that comes to mind um, is, uh, what is it, uh, Lucky Day? Yes. That uh, Over, when he yes. did Music Soul Child. Yes, and I was like, yeah. oh, my yeah, fucking God. Music actually brought him out to one of his concerts Amazing. to do that. Amazing. Which, which, which is crazy, you know? Like, it's things like that, like, when you give old to people that, you know, paved the way in R&B, it's like, mm -hmm. and they really love what you do, yeah. you have to do it the right yeah, way. Yeah, you do. You, you know do. what I mean? Like, you just can't <laughs> just do it just to do it. Yep. It has to be I the agree. right way. You know what I mean? I agree. You know what other person I feel like had a great sample moment was uh, Tory Lanez on Say It. Oh, my God. I really God. love the way that sample is flowing through that whole song. You and know his mean? whole, that, I don't yeah. know if that was the same album, but, like, when he had Ashanti on, yeah, and they, yeah. like, it mm -hmm. was, like, a bunch of different yes. uh, songs that he did on that album where mm -hmm. I was just like, God damn. Yeah, like, and, it, you know, like, it, it kind of brings back the nostalgia, and I'm just like, okay, so I guess we can continue yeah. to, like, we're doing it, we're doing it. Yeah. Um, so I would I would definitely say that they're doing some justice to it, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's still good, it still sounds good. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that, again, a classic is gonna be a classic, no it's matter gonna, what. It's gonna be a classic, you know. <laughs> and I don't think we're looking to, like, have, I think a lot of people ask, like, oh, well, where's, like, the music soldier? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. where's all of those people? And I'm just like, we're evolving, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a different, a, a different generation, a different yeah. way of creating R&B music. Mm -hmm. Let's keep the classics at a classic. Like, let it be a classic, yeah. and that's okay. Because they have their own market. A yeah. lot of them are actually still touring. Like, yeah. you can actually choose to go to their concerts. If you want to, yeah. If yep. you want yep. to, you know? So, yeah, They're, still, still, they're still making music, and a lot of them are still, like, doing in the rooms, producing yes. stuff, writing stuff, yes. um, for sure. So mm -hmm. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be, like, your, to, in today's, generation today's mm -hmm. music musical generation who's your like go-to um r&b artist my go-to my go-to for a while it uh it was lucky day um i, I felt that like, man is amazing yeah i felt like <laughs> lucky actually he and, and shout out to d mile um you know d mile really set the record straight with just the sound of what lucky is right now um with the song roll some more i felt like when i first Ooh, heard yes. that I felt like, damn, this is what R&B should sound like yeah. right now. 
and it's setting the tone. It feels nostalgic. If the guitar, when I heard him, I'm like, the that's strings, it. That's the it. lyrics, the yeah. tone, the singing, and I'm like, damn, okay, this is somebody yeah. I really I want to work with, yeah. you know. And, and and there's a few Alex Isley. Um, there's another guy named Devin Morrison, man. Um, I feel like uh, I've heard of him before. And he's with he, he's done a few things with Masego, and Masego is nice too. Masego. So what's you, the song with him and uh, Sir? Uh, oh fuck! And I listened to that song three, four I times. I just downloaded that song the other uh, day too. Uh, uh, oh na na. Yeah yeah. I, oh I don't my know the name god. Of the song, but yes, it's like songs <laughs> like that yes. that's actually saving us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's not like it's mainstream, but it's. It's there. Yeah, it's there. You can go I get feel it. like, and it should be mainstream because I'm yeah. like, that's exactly, or, or at least for me, that's why I'm looking for an R&B music. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. is it. And I remember when I first heard um, Rosamo, yeah, and I was high. Yeah. <laughs> I was at my friend's house, <laughs> and it came. It was a video that you know, in between YouTube videos mm-hmm. and uh, YouTube videos, they have advertisements of other videos. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like glued to the TV. I'm like, who the fuck is this? No, I, I oh found my god. Him. On uh, one of the Grammys, and he was on the Nissan stage, and he performed. Okay. It. And that's because some of the guys from Chicago musicians from Chicago, they was on, they were playing behind him. Okay. And I was awesome. like, let me watch it, and I heard, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. Do these people hear what he's doing? Right like, now? do y'all hear this? Like, do y'all really hear what? He, like, the whole place had been like, damn, this, this is. And then what happened? You yeah. know, he wins R&B album of the year. You know, phenomenal. two years later, and that's just phenomenal for me. Yeah, you know? I agree. I lo- love him. Love her. Yeah. Yeah, her is. Oh my! (laughs) Say, love him, love her. Her, her is. Oh my God! Um, and even like, um, Jasmine Sullivan is my go-to too. She's finally get just getting the freedom she deserves. And have been around for forever. Yeah, but see, and and uh, that's what I'm gonna tell you. Going back to mainstream and indie, right? As a mainstream artist, the song she has now, there's no way she could have did that when she got signed. This because is it true. wasn't the norm. This is true. This is but true. But as a, a indie artist and recreating her deal and what she's doing now, it's yeah. like, man, this has always been Jasmine. But thank God she's getting her flowers mm-hmm. now, so people know she's yeah. phenomenal. You know. And I like to thing. I like to listen to her, and I like to listen to a lot of artists like their mm-hmm. acoustic versions. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. my God! Like if y'all whatever R and B song, so whatever song that gets you in your vibe, see if that artist has like an acoustic, a tiny desk, something. Mm-hmm. Like listen to them with like a live band, live music. Yeah. It's gonna check. I gotta send you some plays, like Please playlists. Do. I, I create Please a lot do. of playlists. On and Apple let me music, know Spotify. next time you're at fucking Tribe or for anywhere sure. doing live shows. Like I am <laughs> a sucker for live. What is the um? What is the place where they uh they do live shows and you like kind of sit on the floor? Oh, so far sounds. Yes, yes, I, I did. Do. I was, was there the before. Um, I can't remember who it was. I don't remember. I had so much wine that time, <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a vibe. And I'm yeah. like, I love this. Like that's yes. what. And granted, I love my hood music. I like my trap music. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, you. that's you know, it depends on the vibe. But my everyday is for yeah. always going to be R and B or soul. Yeah. Like I. Always. And you gotta love people that Always. actually come to see you. And they don't know who you are, but they're paying money to secretly. It's like almost a blind date, almost like it is. Like you're paying for this, is. but it's like I don't know who's gonna be yeah. performing. <laughs> but somehow we just they pick out the great ones, yeah. but, you know. So, but definitely keep me up today. Let me know. I got you. I got you. Oh, excuse me, y'all. Hold on. To <laughs> Katie. Child, it's the luck call. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's it's, actually good. It tastes a lot. Ooh, look, that's a third or fourth compliment that's you done really gave good, me. Though, so I'm a retired bartender. Not uh, retired. What did I say? 
I'm an inactive bartender. Inactive. Because <laughs> I will go back to doing it for yeah. sure. For sure. If I can find somewhere where I can like just create a schedule whenever mm-hmm. I feel like it, <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. I mean, hey, it's, um, tips is good. It is. It's really good. But I just enjoy the community around like creating mm-hmm. cocktails. Yeah. And, and when I can go to a place that just allows me to create and not just like, a gin and fucking, you know what I'm saying, yeah. lemonade or like a whiskey and coke. Yeah, like, no, I actually want to create. Drinks, I want to create you know a cocktail. I, mean? I want to garnish it. Like, I want to play with some colors. So yeah. when I'm actually able to do that, which is why I love doing these for the podcast, like, okay. let me create y'all some cocktails. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. <laughs> so let's, okay, one thing I did want to talk about. And again, okay. this episode is going to come out in June. Okay. So it'll be a couple months from when all this shit has happened, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure you've seen all over the goddamn internet, social media, the shit that happened these past couple of weekends with the kids being downtown. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where to start there, (laughs) but I know that Mm -hmm. one thing I did want to mention and point out is, Mm -hmm. or to talk about rather, Mm -hmm. um, let's flow into this, the kind of the negative side of, like trap music and like the influence that those types of artists have on our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just talk about that event in general. Mm. Um, do you have kids? I actually do not. You do not? Not yet. I have I have two. Um, well, my boyfriend has one, I have one, mm-hmm. that's my son. Okay. Um, he's 12. Y'all hear that? That's how it's supposed to be. She, you feel like that's... One, it's, yep, it's, and yep. I, only, I only explain it because it'll be people who <laughs> know me and they're like, you got a son? What the fuck did that happen? I'm like, well... <laughs> That's my bonus, baby, but yeah, that bonus, is my yeah. son. <laughs> so, and him being around that age, you mm-hmm. know, preteen, teen age. Um, and the one thing I wanted to ask, in situations like that, how much responsibility, how much, what's the word I'm looking for? We're just going to stick with responsibility. How mm-hmm. much responsibility is it on the parents? You know, even as a parent, you know, you think about it, your influence on any intelligence that's younger than mm-hmm. you is actually super important because you know from some from something you birth you know uh, innately as you know as a mm-hmm. mother to a child they're going to act like you right yeah. but then it comes down to a point to where it's almost what you allow you know what i mean so if you are in this environment where you allow things to happen and then your children are kind of going to be exposed to that yeah you know? so they're exposed to different things probably at certain ages and now it's like it's a no-brainer this is what i've seen this is what i'm going you know i'm going to do yeah you know um but i I really can't really fault the children i'm and i'm not gonna lie like we were bad like but we weren't this is another level like i'm (laughs) we were probably fighting each other yeah like like, I'm i'm not about to jump on people's cars you know i'm not i don't know if that was like really cool but i feel like I feel like it's social media as well because yeah, it's absolutely. the most outrageous thing. So they probably wanted to go viral and thought yep. like, all right, yep, we're going to do this. We're going viral. You actually did. Congratulations. But uh, it's it, not in a good way. Not in a good way. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like, you know, I feel like we have fault too as that, not even as parents, but as just millennials in a, in a sense, mm-hmm. because, you know, we were the next generation to actually teach. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we became a lot selfish with what we wanted and I we agree. neglected a lot of things with them. I but agree. but it still needs to be a thin line of respect when it comes to, you know, children and their parents. And that's I mean? that's the, the part that scares me. I don't think that these kids 
again, I was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie about it. Like, I'm fucking Man, terrified for my daughter. I was daughter terrified for my parents. Oh, my bad, God. <laughs> we, we went downtown. We were starting shit. But, like, you see an adult. Somebody's yeah. trying to reprimand you. Like, there was, like, a, a complete halt. Like, all right, cool. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, like, get your, get on, you bro. know, like, we were starting shit amongst other kids. Yeah. It's like these kids have absolutely no respect At all. for adults. And I actually, I agree with what you said. And I think that a lot of the influence with social media um, or social media has a lot to do with their influence, right? Because mm -hmm. then, again, you see a lot of these people who go viral on TikTok for doing dumb shit. Yeah. You see a lot of adults doing the same That's dumb shit. They, if they, if, and I'm like, this is what the kids right, think is okay. That's what they see is okay, you know. So if you do it, it's like, oh well, it's, you doing it, I'm gonna do it too. It's crazy. You know? But but the thing is that you know when you're a child, you don't think about the consequences at all. Always. I mean, you're not supposed to you to a certain I mean? extent. To a certain extent, you're a child. Your yeah. parents are supposed to think about those consequences yeah. for you. Yeah. Well, as adults, it's like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna make a decision where I'm just gonna just f up or not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I I take that mm -hmm. yeah. tap on the chin. But as a child, I was like, I don't care. I'm just gonna be free and do have fun, you know. Because that's that's what I can do right here, right now. But it's a limit to it. Yeah. Like, it was only a limit to how much fun I was gonna have until really, if I it was an altercation and I'm pissed, it's like mm -hmm. I'm not thinking about what's happening. Yeah. At but all. But I'm not gonna take it to the extreme where I just gotta do the most. Mm -hmm. yeah, like it was it was bad, y'all. Like, um, I don't was, know if you guys man. have seen it, but that shit to the point where I'm just like, okay, like, and it happens every year. Don't every, get me wrong. Every it's year. getting bigger and bigger and worse and like, is that a word? Worse, <laughs> worse and worse. Just worse. <laughs> it's just getting worse. Just worse. Just worse. Just worse. It's getting worse. Um, and not to laugh and like, yeah. as, you know, to make light of it. It's still yeah. a horrible situation. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I also feel like it. Nah, I also feel like it clearly is a matter of uh, the lack of resources. These kids also don't have anywhere yes. to fucking go. Yes, man. There isn't enough resources for children. Um, to be able to, you know what I'm saying, not yeah. choose to, because at the end of the day, it's like, for me, growing up and being their age, like, I had sports and all that good shit yeah. to go to, and not saying that the kids don't have sports now, but if you're in a, a family or a household that is poverty-stricken, yeah. you don't you don't have anywhere else you to don't, go. You don't have anywhere and else And I feel like it's going to get worse. Summer months are coming. These kids are about to be out of school. Mm -hmm. They're not going to have anywhere to go, so I just wish we had more, like, community centers and, you mm -hmm. know, even just... Things for the government to create for our children's children right. and environments and and I mean let's call it in black and brown communities. That's just yeah. the reality. And, and of then it. you know economy is like it's changing. Like it's meaning more of like the equity than it is mm -hmm. just having actually what you need yeah. for it to survive. So yep. you know like this is why I, I I used to work with children. You know I used to be like a oh, substitute teacher and I never thought I would be doing that. But really? I did it for a couple. Yeah, I did it for a couple years. For what grade? Uh, it was from fourth all the way to twelfth. This was at Longwood Academy. Okay. On ninety fifth and Loomis. Yep. And I did it for a couple years, and I changed my approach with just okay. working with kids. Like I'm not, I'm not. First of all, I'm not gonna yell at you. I'm not gonna disrespect you, right? You guys, are, they get enough of that. I don't think yeah, that's yeah, what they need. Yeah. So the little ones is like, okay, we respect, and yeah. and then you know you have ten all the way up to twelve, right? It's like, look, I'm gonna treat you like a young adult. Whatever you do, I'm gonna give you an option, and whatever decision you make, you're gonna have to live with it now. That's yeah, that's so, a good, that's yeah. a good way to do it too. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm, a, I'm gonna, as a parent, and I do that with my kids. Like I'm not allowing you to make your own decisions in a sense, yeah. but like I give you options. Mm -hmm. 
choose whatever option you want to. We either gonna do this or we gonna do that. Because that's I like could that's the only tap that butt, but I'm gonna give you an option. <laughs> yep. Here's the options. Yeah. You can do this or you can do that. That's it. And yeah. most times when I tell, especially my four year old, <laughs> um, and even if she's in distress and she doesn't like either options, I'm just like, well, that like that's it. That's either you life, can do this yeah. or that, or we can go <laughs> resort to the last one, and you don't want that. Want so. That. Pick and choose what you want to do, baby girl. No, that, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, that that I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because I feel like there are so many policies and legislations around, like, everything else. Mm-hmm. Everything else. Gun, con- uh, gun control, just even violence in general, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like when it comes to our kids and our communities, it's like where are the laws and legislations for that? Because mm-hmm. if we think about it, this generation is going to be, you know what I'm saying, our leaders of – it's so cliche, leaders of tomorrow, right? Yeah. But I mean, that's the truth. Their population These are gonna be is your going citizens. to be very. Their population so. is going to exceed what we were, right? Mm-hmm. For for one, and don't get me wrong, Agreed. even though they are, you know, out of control. First of all, they, if you think about, it, they are geniuses because they are in the age of technology. Mm-hmm. So they're going to become geniuses at a younger age. Are but already are. They These already kids, are, they're right? Smart as hell. What's gonna happen is who they come in contact with next to change their lives. Mm. So if that doesn't happen, then they will become just a statistic, right? But it'll be in worse terms. Yeah, you know, I agree so. with that. And I also feel like last point, because I'm like, I can't. We can talk for a minute about yeah, no, this. Like a, I was just, I was though. so pissed off and just, I was on both sides, right? As a mother, mm. I'm just like, what the fuck is y'all parents? But then mm. like on the side of me trying to reason with these kids, it's like. But like, what do they have to do? Like, everybody's like, well, why don't they do something creative or do something more productive? I'm like, and who's there to show them how to do that? They don't know. They don't know. And you guys aren't providing them with resources to know what to do or to know that there's something else to do. Right. Um, And even me going to a predominantly white high school Mm -hmm. and seeing the difference in resources that I received in comparison to my friends who were in public schools. Mm. And I'm just like, the amount of shit that I've, I've been able to, but even me getting pulled over and them seeing the uh, cross on my, I used to hang it on my uh, rear view mirror mm-hmm. and, and the license plate having a sticker, I kid you fucking not. Oh, you you went to Macaulay? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, you know, my son's an alum for Brother Rice or my son's an alum. It's like a, y'all, it's like a cult. <laughs> like yeah, it's, no, a, it's, it's a whole community like, and they yeah. look out for each other. Yeah. And they, I had so many different opportunities mm-hmm. just going to that school. Mm-hmm. Whereas kids who are in, you know, the neighborhood school or um, just not in the best place uh, academically where they mm-hmm. are. And so it's like they don't, they just don't have the resources. It's not mm-hmm. there. So as much as we want them to think critically and to be creative and to mm-hmm. make these better decisions, you guys have to realize the environment that they're being Mm-hmm. That they were put in. They yeah. didn't choose to be there. You know what, too? You know? With that, I think, because, you know, I went to Corliss High School, you know, and I Did had, you? yeah, I had a blast, like, all four years. Like, even the opportunities, I felt Is like. Is Corliss still open? Yeah, I think they, they turned into a STEM, so it's like. Okay. I was like, it's that? two sides. It's Butler and then it's Corliss, but it's Corliss to me. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Yeah, it's cap. <laughs> so, so it's like, I had good parents that yeah. actually fought for me in different ways. I, I didn't love know. that you say that. So and I, you didn't know. I, I didn't know, yep. but now I do. It's like, damn, they really did that yep. for me, and I ain't, I'm out yep. here acting crazy, you know? So they constantly did that. They constantly invested into me, and they knew people. So mm-hmm. it was like I did have a chance. It's, it's what I did to mess that up. Yeah. I just had to act accordingly, and yeah. boom, you know? And there it was. There it was. And I like that you say that, too, because 
my last point. <laughs> then we mm. can move on. I keep saying no, that because no, 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 I'm like, this whole situation <laughs> pissed me off. Um, but the idea of parents being present is extremely important. Yes. Because if you think about it in situations where, um, even if we think about situations where police are involved, right, mm-hmm. or where they're called to a scene or called to a school, um, I feel like when your parents are involved with you academically, socially, like people know who your parents are, I yes. feel like they get fucked with a lot less. Yeah. Like, oh, no, that's Mary's son. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let me call his mom or not let yeah. me call the police. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? I've experienced I feel like that you, before. I have. For my yeah, parents, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And it's like you have to be present in your child's life. If not, like, the system's going to fuck with them and, and assume that they just don't have anybody there to represent them. Yes. So it's that's like correct. you got to be present. As stressful as it can be, I understand. I am a mother. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot. Maybe sometimes sure. where I'm just like, I just want to go fuck to sleep. Y'all don't want to go to that damn meeting. Like, yeah. I'm tired. But you have to be. Because, again, when they don't see that child having represent- representation, one, they're just going to take who they are and their personality mm-hmm. as being them. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have somebody that's there to back you up and it's like, okay, such and such is just acting out because I know his mom. Yeah. His mom is always there. His dad's always there. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like you guys just got to. That's yeah. my one thing. Like, just be present. Yeah. You, I mean, in I feel like way. you're missing moments for a good reason, like yeah. for a reason to actually cause um, some longevity and just, you know, yeah, yeah, family yeah. Actually, right. But then yeah. other people are just doing stuff just because they just want to live their life. And, I don't you know feel I mean? like it. So, well, yeah. baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in other ways, like you can live your life and then still, yeah, you know, you're, you're yeah. making it work. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, agree, agree. And it, it's important for fathers to be in children's lives. And that's See. It. I'm going to say that, and that's it. <laughs> Especially for us, you understand? Yeah. What was the damn platform? Uh, it was like the audio platform of, like, Twitter, where, like, you could go on. Where was the goddamn name oh, of that place? Um, uh, that's uh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse, yeah. And so it was essentially, I guess Twitter is doing it now, where they have, like, a Twitter clubhouse where yeah. you can kind of. But I was in a room um, when all this shit was happening. It was, like, a bunch of people talking, a bunch of public figures. And this young boy came on. And he was talking about how he was there that day and how he was like literally majority of the kids that were in that environment. He was like, we came there to have fun. He was like, it took a handful of kids to start doing some dumb shit. And he's like, it wasn't like everybody keeps saying like, oh, well, why didn't you leave? And yada, yada, yada. He's like, you got to understand when fights start breaking out and police get involved, we can't just walk away. Mm-hmm. He's like, you start walking away. People, police are looking at you like, no, what are you doing? Stop. You know, shit mm-hmm. like that. So he's yeah. like. And it was so sad because he was like, you could tell he was raised, you know, mm-hmm. properly. And he's just like, my aunt knew I was going downtown, right? That wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. But when all that shit started happening, he's like, I called my mom. Like, I don't know how the fuck to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what yeah. should I do? And she's just like, you know, stay where you are. You know, I'm going to come to you type of shit. But it's just like, think about the amount of children who were there. Yeah. And innocent in a sense like we just came to have fun there's not there's it's not against the law to just go downtown and have yeah. fun with your friends but when you guys start to do shit and it takes one rotten apple to spoil it for fucking everybody yeah. now we all look like fucking criminals yeah, like, no, that's how it was for us too and i like, understand what? that point i understand that and that that is a factor that mm-hmm. happens you know a lot of them just didn't go down there saying we just gonna go down there and just mess it up i hate that narrative you know i don't I mean? think that they, most of those kids it's were. just people like certain kids they they don't know to how to have fun in certain type mm-hmm. of ways, and so it just becomes a camaraderie. And like, all right, everybody, let's just do this, you know. Yeah. Let's just just one one bad apple, and now everybody's yeah. doing it. And uh, um, 
this is gonna be a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah nah. <laughs> it's, um, it's a lot man. of kids are on drugs. Let's be very fucking honest. What? Um, and when I like weed was a thing, right? <laughs> everybody was smoking weed. Everybody was getting high. That's fucking different. Kids is popping pills. Kids are on fucking fentanyl. Like, let's be real. They it's different. Drug is. It's different. And you can tell just the the craziness, the chaos mm. that broke out. I'm just like, that's not. No, nice. it's something else that's there. Yeah. And it's sad. It really is You know is what else sad. was the drug, though, for us, right? Um, really, let me ask you this. And you probably had it because, you know, the school you went to. But do you recount how many times you had breakfast going to school or at school? What was your breakfast like? <laughs> Honey buns. <laughs> Honey buns, flaming hot chips, some cheese, and this was by juice, choice. There was right? juice. There was for and again. I went to a Catholic school, mm-hmm. uh, all white Catholic school. Um, the first, my first year, I went to uh, Maria. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know that school. Uh, so it was like the black Hispanic Catholic school. That's so hilarious. we, it was a little bit more urban there. Um, but even like in both situations, there was mm-hmm. the option to have breakfast. But yeah. like, I want to meet up with my friends. I want to do what everybody else is doing. We eating honey buns in the microwave, chips and juice, cheese, fucking like flaming hot cheese and peppers. All of that had an effect on us, <laughs> and we did. didn't know it. It right? did. So, I'm sleepy as hell in class. I like, can't fucking pay attention. <laughs> like. <laughs> but it just messes with us, and like you would consume all of that, and then yeah. you take drugs with that stuff, and it's it's yeah, it's incredible. It's different. Like, so, do you think that let's begin, you know, getting back into music mm-hmm. and this idea of, and I, I hate what it is doing for our children because I do mm-hmm. think that trap music is a, a very negative influence because kids are very literal. Yes. They're very literal. The if point. you say, to the point. you know, pick this up, do this, do that. Mix a molly with your your, <laughs> your sprite. That's what they gonna do. Yeah, you feel me. Mm-hmm. And so, I know that there is an influence there. But mm-hmm. do you think that there is, there should be a, what's the what's the kind of question? Should there be a push to kind of remove trap music or like that idea of having that type of um, music as mainstream? Because I feel like trap music is fucking mainstream right now. It, like it is everybody man. needs everybody wants to make a track everybody wants to you know what i'm saying yeah. talk about all the negative everybody want to be in the streets everybody want to be making money but it's just like mm-hmm. that's not the influence that you guys need yeah. and they're not going to understand that they don't want to hear that mm-hmm. yeah you <laughs> so. know we, let's take it back to in high school like when we had our forms of trap music right and we had our gucci we had our you know our, our our masterpiece, our you know such and such, our southerns, right? Yeah. And what it kind of meant for us in in a sense of just having a good time, like you got your knuck if you bucks that sometimes it just it might make you want to just knock somebody. And even you know knuck I mean? if you buck, it's like right, you know what I mean. Knuck if you buck, buck if you, you fuck with me, you, you, I'm right, a, right, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like there's a build up. It's a build up, right? <laughs> but now, like really, I don't think everybody in that club was living that life. Yeah. So now it's like <laughs> the narrative of that, if if they hear somebody talking about that type of story, mm-hmm. it's kind of appealing because that's their lifestyle yeah. right now. This is their their environment. This is what they grew up on, mm-hmm. you know. So their uncle or somebody is heavily into it, and even if they don't want to, that's what they're around. Mm-hmm. So it's actually giving them a voice outside of their actual guardians. True. To, to, to really say stuff. Yep. But, so I would say it is... And then I, I I would say it isn't to a certain extent because they don't have to, but they choose to because it's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. It's like it's there. And I feel like even, like, trap music for us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, There's always, like, subliminals. And, mm-hmm. and, and let me 
even taking that back. Like there were artists that explicitly said what it is that they were doing, but I feel like there mm. was more of a hyper focus on like, like you in the streets, you getting money, and like I'm speaking yeah. on my environment. But I feel mm. like nowadays it's like I'm snitching on myself and so, like I'm talking yeah, about nah. everything that we're doing. <laughs> Not to say it wasn't going on back then, yeah. But I feel like there's a lot of like. Not vulnerability, because, I mean, we don't want to be vulnerable about those types of situations. But you know what I'm saying? Like, speaking on A to Z of everything that y'all got going on in the hood, the from bodies different. to this. Like, they have this different. body count uh, trend, is what they calling it. Yeah. Like, it's popular to talk about killing people. Whereas, back then, not saying that they weren't doing that, but that wasn't some shit to rap about. No, nah, that wasn't At all. You just, you just, we not promoting you say, that. Yeah. But... It's crazy. It, 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 it's happening. It, it really is happening. And I I can't understand why. Like, you know, if I was that type of person, then maybe. But I don't understand why you would need to say it if you're... First of all, if you just got signed to have an opportunity to do something different with your mm -hmm. life, I don't think that I want to brag about the life I was in. I was living, yeah. I want to say, if I talk about these stories, I'm going to tell you how not to do what I did. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Are there a, any artists that do that? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Why you know, can't I think of that come to mind? There's a, there's a lot of artists. Man, the tequila's I mean, clouding my mind, y'all. Actually, <laughs> realistically, you got uh, you got Kendrick. Anybody well, I was from, literally going to say Kendrick. Yeah, you got Kendrick. You you got, I mean, let's be honest. Jay-Z did it, right? Oh, he yeah. He said a lot yeah, about yeah, some yeah, things, yeah. right? Um, YG. Um, hell, Snoop Dogg. I mean, Kendrick you know what I mean? Like... They talk about it, but it's like, nah, this is just the, they'll say the consequences, mm -hmm. right? But they won't say like, yeah, I'm still doing this. They be like, nah, I don't, you know. Even with uh with Kendrick, and I love Kendrick so mm -hmm. much. Um, I forget what album that, what, uh, Good, what is it? Good Kid, Bad, Bad City? What the fuck was it? Yeah, good, yeah, good Kid, Bad City, yeah. The song Sing About Me, where he mm -hmm. kind of like went through an entire, like like different people that he knew in his life and like yeah. what happened, the consequences. I love mm -hmm. that. And I do wish that we had more of that, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the, the J. Cole. Hello. The J. J. Cole, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, okay, you're right. I'm like, I'm over here. I like J. Cole, think. yeah. And he did yeah. that openly about this little, uh, one of the, the songs he had on an album. It was towards. He was talking about Lil Pump, and he was talking about everybody that represented oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the young generation of rap and what yep. it, how it can consume you and how it won't be longevity. Mm -hmm. So he was basically trying to tell you, like, look, I get it, King, but yeah. you got to understand, like, take it slow. Like, yeah. this ain't what you think it is. That's you know, true. just be, be cognizant of what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So there's a question I wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of, like, trap music and this, this, uh, this trend, so Young Thug. Ooh. It's locked away right now. I'm first off, I'm sad as fuck. But yeah. when you actually go back, I am because I again, right? I love my good music, but then yeah. I got my one side of me when I be in the gym and when I'm on my way <laughs> somewhere. I, I, I love I his music. I love Gunner's music. I lo I do. But mm -hmm. when you actually go back and you listen to a lot of shit that was being said, mm -hmm. I'm just like, y'all was really telling on yourself that's crazy yeah, nah, it, it's um like i said in you're excited about what's happening mm -hmm. so you're not thinking about you with the homies everybody got some of the same things that's similar mm -hmm. and you want a hit record or you want things to be good so you tell these stories not knowing that this is going to be used against you as evidence for a case that nobody beats, mm -hmm. right? 
unless you snitch. Hello. I mean, we, we saw. We you saw. snitch or your lawyer has something, but it has to be defense-wise. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I feel like that's the, the, the worst thing that can happen, right? But then, on the other side, expression is expression. Mm -hmm. And if I do tell a story, that's why you have to, your words mean everything. So you got to kind of put the story in a perspective where it doesn't incriminate you. Mm -hmm. So he didn't you do gotta that. Be, you you got to be very creative. Yeah, you got to be very, very and I, creative. And I feel like, so they had, I think it was last year, and I feel like it damn near may have mm -hmm. developed because of his case. Of course, they're using his song lyrics mm -hmm. um, as evidence, and now they're trying to create it where that, um, they're basically saying, I think his lawyer um, was really fighting for the freedom of speech part of it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you should be able to say whatever it is that you want to say and that not be used against you. Mm -hmm. You know, evidence should be evidence. Whatever it is that you're being tried for, being right. accused of, like mm -hmm. the evidence in that specific case needs to just be that. Exactly. And to an extent, I'm like, I do agree. You should be able to say what you want. Um but at the same time, if you really out here doing certain shit, you yeah, probably like, shouldn't bro, say you, that. You crazy, <laughs> you right? probably like, should not say that. But that's the but that yeah. is the generation yeah. that you know we we have. Yeah. Like, they're not scared. They're very bold about at it at all. You know, and I feel like you when you get to a certain fame too, especially when you come from nothing, yeah. and you get to this this level, you really feel like you're invincible. And I think yeah. situations like this consistently, and not to make all of this about race, but consistently I feel like it should remind you at the end of the day you are a black man mm -hmm. like it's you hard, are a black man it's just hard enough to be that and then like to actually <laughs> have to talk about this and yeah. now I'm in this situation is like now you and this bitch taunting the <laughs> the families and relatives of people that you have you know what I'm saying yeah, like people have died over this you know so like at some point y'all gotta have some type of decency some type of like there needs to be a line like, but don't get me wrong like I've heard a few songs that didn't pertain to what he was talking about Oh, I love his and music. I'm a fan, not gonna lie. Cadences Jeffrey. and some melodies. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Jeffrey. I hear you. I hear you. No, I'm not a total fan, but I, I like what you do yeah. creatively sometimes yeah. in records. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just I wish you did that more than, than, than that. that part. You know? Yeah, so, no, I yeah. agree. So would you say that celebrities, artists, um, should be looked at as like role models? Because I, I feel like mm -hmm. people say it all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel that when certain things like this come into play and they're like, oh, this is a horrible person. They shouldn't be a role model or, you know, mm -hmm. kids shouldn't look up to them. Um, and then people are saying, like, as an artist, as a public figure, you have this, like, this uh, underlying, like, duty mm -hmm. to be a, a role model. And mm -hmm. I don't know if I agree with mm -hmm. that. I got you. I got you. Yeah. You, yeah, that's a thin line between that, too. Like, yeah, right. I don't know if I, I want to be a role model. I would rather you look up to me. I don't want to be mm -hmm. your idol. I, I don't like want to that. be your icon. Just look up to me. I also want you to be better than me because you don't know the trials I had to or you know, I had to fight just to just to, to get there. To get this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. as a role model, no. As an influencer, you have to be careful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your real life is your real life. So the more authentic you are into you know into who you are and then actually say like guys look you know be real with people yeah. in a sense but then also don't don't do what you want and then f wonder why people are now back it's backfiring mm -hmm. well because you told us this is what this was yeah. when in real life is this yeah. you know what i mean I get it. so a role model not nah, I, I don't think so but as an influencer 
I mean, this is why we do this because when we say we want to change the world and impact people, yeah, that's this what we step true. in. We want that. This is true. So now we got to be that. And I feel like I like how you say that because a lot of people in their coming, uh, I keep hitting this mic, in their coming <laughs> up stages, yeah. they always say that. Like, I want, you know, I want kids like me to look up to me. Yeah. And, you know, that's just like the the presidential campaign, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> it's going to happen. If you get yeah. to a certain point, you become famous, and it really is kids looking up to you, right? Yeah. And so that, that part of it, I'm like, okay, I do understand. But then yeah. the other side of it, again, I always resort to yeah. your household, your parents, and your upbringing. Um, I don't want my kids to look up to other art. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like being their, their role model, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, don't think Not too to much say, into Yeah, them, you, know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you said, have influence, like mm. be influenced by it be motivated by it but like i don't want that to be your role model in a sense yeah, like yeah you don't want to i don't that. i don't think yeah. i want that wholeheartedly yeah, yeah. um because then again like there's a lot that comes with that a lot you don't everybody wants a glamified lifestyle until they realize what actually gets put into that day-to-day -day oh and what they actually God. have to go through it's not the grass is never greener on no, the other side it's not man it's <laughs> so, just like there's just more work and there's more yep there's more snakes in the grass. There's yeah. more weeds. You know, there's more discoloring. It's, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of It's a lot more it. upkeep. Yeah, it's a lot of more upkeep. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. And more money, all, more problems. You know, I didn't always think this way. Like, as a uh, when I was a young artist, I feel like, oh, yeah, you know. But now it's like, no, like, let me just pay attention to what I'm doing now, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I don't want to be that, that person, you know. Yep, I <laughs> agree. I agree. So let's talk about... Um, mm -hmm. A little bit of, I guess, like expectations for artists and creatives. Mm -hmm. um, and we, I, I think about Mary when I say statements like this, and people believe that like artists make their best music mm -hmm. when they're not doing the best themselves. Mm -hmm. Like think about like SZA too. Like when she's yeah. going through things, Summer Walker was going through things, make creative, amazing albums. Mm -hmm. um, so do you think that that, or do you agree with this idea that? When you are going through hardship, you kind of make some of your best creative I, works. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and the reason why is because it is so great because they don't want you to be able to feel. Isn't that crazy? They don't want you to feel to, to make that. It, it needs to be a controlled narrative. You know, so that's why sometimes with glitz and glamour, it's always drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. stuff. To not have to feel about most of that stuff. But yeah, unfortunately, it's unfortunately, so unfortunate, right? Yeah. But. I have made some of the most incredible songs in my feelings about certain things, whether it be relationships or just uh, friendships or business or mm -hmm. just, you know, just the way the world is mm -hmm. or just how I'm feeling today. Like, I could wake up one day and I'm just not okay. And maybe it's for no reason, but I got to figure out wh what is the reason. What's the reason, yeah. You know, and so that's probably the best time to make music when you're feeling, you know. And I tell artists that too, like, you have to have something to talk about, mm -hmm. like literally talk about your life, yeah. like what you go through, like how you feel, like what is going on in your mind, like who who are you, mm -hmm. you know? And people want to relate. Everybody wants to feel like they can relate to you too. Relate, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So do you think the flip side of that, like when everything is going, and I don't think life is ever going to go perfect, right? There's yeah. always going to be something. But like in those instances where like in your current state everything is going great yeah. you are successful you feel good do you think that you're still able to make the same like good quality music you can and for other reasons it's some it's either oh now i have the resources to actually focus on music 
Okay. You know, or okay. I can make another happy song, or I can make another love song. Yeah. You know, it, it feels that way. You know, that's cool. It's just if things are going great, then that means you have less to to worry about in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's just a moment. But then when you actually really really feel pain, right? So you like the Five Heartbeats movie, right? I fucking love. So it. you know what? Oh, I'm gonna go home and watch that. So right. So you know when Doug said uh, he was like, man. Uh, what could be a better writer, you know? Uh-huh. He was like, well, JT Matthews has to suffer more, yeah. right? And I feel like that's a true statement. Yep. When you suffer more as a creative, you get more creative. Yeah. It will show as a painter, the colors will show as a, as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Your writing will show as a singer, you will hear the pain. If a rapper, you'll feel the work, you know, all yeah. kind of stuff, you know? And I even think too, um, because when I think about Chance, remember he made the album mm-hmm. where basically the whole album, like he talked about his love for his wife. Yeah. And they fucking hated good, it. Good Day. It was called Good Day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they hated that shit. And I'm just like, y'all are wild as fuck. And you see. This man is happy. He's speaking on his love. He's speaking on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's 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 what it is. <laughs> that's so like, crazy. It's a, just a narrative what people expect to receive as the consumer from yeah. mainstream artists. You know what I mean? Like. What Chance did, that's what he he always has done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's him. But now he has his wife and his family to talk about. And he made there for married people or people that are in love that really want to feel good. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I guess before his his audience wasn't that. It wasn't that. It's Um, just, you know, I'm myself. I'm going through life. And if you are, if you ever took an acid trip or if you smoke squares or if you, whatever it was, people related to it. You know, so. Acid rap was my shit. Yeah, Yeah, man. Look. (laughs) I tell you, look, when I first uh, met Chance, I shout out to Chris Classic, man, um, of Classic Studios. I He introduced us, and uh, I met him um, even in the lower stages of what Classic Studios were before okay. that time and before. When Chance, when Acid Rap came out, I met him, and then it just blew up, and yeah. I'm just like, yo, he's finally just getting what he deserves as the rapper. Yeah. You know, and his father just put the whole campaign, it, 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 was, it was incredible. Yep. Incredible I- to see that. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree, too, just being from Chicago and, like, mm-hmm. um, me and him weren't, like, directly friends, but just kind of being around people that knew him and, like, yeah. um, like when he did a lot, like, showcasing, like, the DIY scene, like, all that yes. good stuff. And I'm just like, I remember this guy. And then, yeah. like, I remember when I saw him on a Facebook commercial. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And then yeah. I had <laughs> ran into him in New York when he was shooting, uh, what was it, Juice? Yeah. Um. And I'm like, this nigga didn't make And I was just like so happy for him because I'm just like very well deserved, very creative individual. You can say what the fuck you want to say. Like the man is creative. Yeah. He really is creative, very talented. Mm-hmm. His brother too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're very, very creative, very talented. So um, I just, I always think about that. Mm-hmm. Of course, being from Chicago and like yeah. having that idea where I'm like, even thinking of Mary, like how much success she's had, I'm just like, it's always heartbreak after heartbreak after fucking heartbreak. That's all they want to hear. That's all they want to hear. But I mean, we've all been through it, and I know there's yeah. always a time that you can reach back into and be like, damn, I remember that moment. Let me write about that. And that's that. her audience, right? Like <laughs> and that that's was her audience. Her, she knew who her audience was, so she's yep. like, let me just tell y'all what this this man did, yeah. what that happened. You know, yeah. it's like, well, when well, they gonna eat that up? You yeah, know? Exactly. And the man would be like, damn, Mary, you know, you right. <laughs> 
you, you, you know, you making me feel like a, a asshole. Yeah. But <laughs> let me get my shit together. Yeah, let me get my stuff together. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I agree. So if we, if we think about like industry standards or mm-hmm. standards, right? Mm-hmm. What the audience would want. Yeah. Um, do you think that there is a balance for you in particular, like mm-hmm. either being what the industry wants you to be or being like non-conforming, like doing what it is that I want to do? Yeah. Um, is there ever a balance, or do you really have to choose to be one or the other? At first, it was a. I chose what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Got a rude awakening once I, I I crossed over into that line because you see what it really is, and once you get to that point, then you start to say, okay, now this is what I want to do, and so now I got a balance. So I know if I want that, I I I got to kind of do this mm-hmm. business wise and do that. I'm at the point now to where. You know, I know who I am, and so if that doesn't align with what I'm trying to do with my vision, I mean, it's just best, you know, my interest doesn't conflict with yours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Come on. Cheers. Yeah, hey, no, cheers. Yeah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> but I always think of, of yeah. that, too, as well. Like, that's mm-hmm. always an ongoing question for me. Mm-hmm. Because you see so many artists, too, Um who I think are very talented, and it's just like, damn, they're doing what the industry wants, and it's like mm-hmm. they don't—they aren't even allowed to be as creative as they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that—that, that, and you could um, let me know your your insights. I'm not in the music mm-hmm. industry, but I can see like a lot of people going independent and not mm-hmm. really wanting to work with labels. Right. Um, even if the label will give you a pedestal that you need, it's just like I really want to creatively be me. Right. And these record labels and, and the industry quite often won't allow you to do it because they're marketing. It's, and I get it. I'm, as a digital marketer, yeah. I be telling some we, of my clients, you gotta do it, this you is know? what I know what you don't want to do, but this is what the audience wants and this is what's going to work. And I feel like in those mm-hmm. instances, you are not able to be yourself. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm happy to hear for you too yeah. as well that like you're able to kind of be yourself and be as creatively you as you would want to be. Yeah, Audi- um, you know, the audience, they're... They're spoon fed. I yeah, mean, they absolutely. Yeah, they know what they like, but then they don't. Once you hear something repeatedly over and over again mm-hmm. and you see it. I agree. It's like, I guess I like that. But you don't because it's you yeah. just see this you're ad. Used or you hear, you're, you're just used, used to, to it. it, yeah. So I think that's just what happens. And so that gets into the artist's head a lot. You go back and forth about, man, should I be doing this or not? Should I just go ahead and just man, bite the bullet? Mm-hmm. You know? But I decided not to do that, okay. you know, and I mean, so far it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know You're I like, mean? I mean, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 could, it could be better. Of course, you know, I see places where I can elevate more. Yeah. But that's just going to come with the, the right type of conversation yeah. to have. You know? And I feel like every level in within your success story, within your career, mm-hmm. it's always going to be a point where you can do a little bit more. It's, right. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. always going to be that point. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, I agree with what you say as yeah. well. So it's like. As long as I can be authentically me, and I say this all the time, like that's just that's success to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? If it, I can be me, I'm cool with that. Yeah, it, it, is it, what it just is. gets weird when it's like, yeah. man, do you really know? Nah, nah. <laughs> so not what? Do it. What is um for you? Mm-hmm. Like your ultimate, not not like your. I guess yeah, your end goal. Like what would what would be in a perfect world where you would want to be within the music industry? Within the music industry, I I would love for people to know, like, anybody who I work with, if you're in the industry, you know, just really who I am as a person and what what I want to bring to the table to, you know, to help create 
you know, um, in that sense. And of course, as an impact, I do want to reach certain parts of the world, you know, and on along the way, we figure that out. Yeah. You know, but the end goal just overall, if I can just impact the people around me first, then I could reach, you know, other people I don't know. Okay. But then sometimes it's like the people you don't know are the ones that actually are impacted first before the people that are around you are because they mm -hmm. don't always see your the vision, right? Yeah. It's only until it just pops off and it's like, always, oh, that's always. what you were trying to do. <laughs> you know, and then it just some, somehow it happens. But yeah. my end goal really is just, just I want to really show love in, in a sense through through Darius. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, through D-Lyles and... and in any way that I could show that, whether it's through my art or just being a person or just, you know, lending a, a helping hand, you yeah. know, in, in that sense. And, man, making you realize, like, it's more than life than just actually being committed to just what you want to do. Live, mm -hmm. like, live life, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, stay mentally, physically, and spiritually prepared. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just what I, I'm on, you know. And that's I agree with that, too. Like, li just live life. Do what yeah. it is that, I mean, of course, be a, a moral, responsible person. <laughs> yeah, moral. <laughs> <laughs> Morally responsible, you know, don't be an yeah, asshole. You're better than me. You I'll know, but, <laughs> but, you know, live your life. Do what it is that makes you happy. And I feel mm -hmm. like when you're able to combine your passion with your purpose. Yes. Like, I feel like that. Purpose. Yeah, purpose. that that right there is like, okay, cool. I can continue to live life as right. I want to and know yeah. that I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. um, and I see that for you. I think that you are doing a great job. Thank you. Um, I think you are a very creative, very phenomenal artist. Um. Especially, you. you know, that's I wanted to have you here. So I'm like, yeah. look, that's he get that like, big, yeah. big break. Y'all remember he was here. And I, <laughs> I got you. I got you. But um, no, for real, though, I, yeah. I really do um, enjoy it. Um, and I wish you nothing but the best of success. And I think that what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve, like, mm -hmm. it's, it's going to get there. And it's getting yeah. there. Let's say yeah, that. It's getting get there. there. <laughs> it's just one, one person at a time. Like, you yeah. Know. You're, you're very, 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 very successful and will continue to be that. Thank you. So. You too, you know Thank what you're you. doing for Thank us. You. Like you're creating an opportunity for, like for us to, you know, and not just artists, other creatives and yeah. people that are actually trying to do something, and so it, it comes back around. Yeah, yeah. I karma it. is not always bad. It's good. It's hello. It's, there is good, good karma. There yeah. is good karma. Okay, yeah. so leave us today. I mm -hmm. wanted to know, like, what if you can think of one song that, like. Say you wake up in the morning, you're like, and this is for me maybe personally, because I be having my days where I'm just like, damn, I need some type of music. Music is my therapy, yeah. right? So what is that one song that'll like get you out the bed, get you going for the day? For the day. Uh, it is the, it is the Ozzy Brothers song. And Come I actually, on, that I just sampled tells this you. song, and um, it's called Footsteps in the Dark. Ooh. And uh, it's a very prominent song because a lot of people sample the song. Ice Cube did it with Today is a Good Day. And uh, it's a that's song. My shit. It's that groove, man. <laughs> it that, is. I can't get enough of the boom. Yeah. I can't get enough of that groove. And how Ron just. You are really. It is like, yo, this is so like this is the way to wake up. It is. You know, I don't smoke, but if I if I did, they'd be like, okay, this. He say. Ice Cube did the shit with that damn yeah, song. Yeah, he did it. He oh did it. my god. But you know what? That's a perfect example of taking the sample and making it mean something different for you. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's where Ice Cube he say, came this is, from. Today is a good day, baby. That's where he came from. Today, I ain't even had to use my AK. He didn't have to use it. He okay. All right. My mama ain't get on my nerves. Yeah, like, like it, today yeah. is a good day. Now, if he started singing, then it'd be like. <laughs> it'd be a little different. Okay, you, 
you kind of tweet, <laughs> but you know, but you rapped about your everyday life. Exactly. You know I mean, so yeah, Ooh, that, that's, that's, my song. that's my song. Come on, that's yeah. how you know you know good music. Yeah, and it used to be um, uh, Sounds of Blackness. Uh, it's called Optimistic. Okay. You can win. Mm, 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 oh, no, your head to the sky, right? <laughs> it's kind of corny, but it's like, man, it just gets me going. What's, you know, brushing my teeth. That was on a couple uh, movies. A lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was on a. I want to say Sisters Act or like. It was Sisters yeah, Act. Yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and that might be the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. You're absolutely wow. Look at you. Come yeah. on now. Let's, I told you playlist. Check my playlist out. You gotta send it to me. I got you. And maybe I'll share it with y'all. I don't know if y'all deserve it yet. Maybe. No. no yeah. No. <laughs> Drop a comment if you yeah, want to get this playlist. I <laughs> you say what? Yeah. You gotta keep some some gems. You feel me? Like yeah. y'all can't have this vibe that I'm having. Uh, Mr. Uh, Washington himself. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Penzel, that's my new name, by the way. Penzel, you gotta change your. Uh, you gotta put it somewhere, like <laughs> in the forefront. We need that. I'm actually, on the you know what? Song. I, you know what? This uh, creative name is Dree, right? Okay. And she does uh, hoodies and she does um, skincare and other things like that. Um, she's wrote, she's written books, and she actually made up a mock of some hoodies, and it's called Penzel Washington. Yes. Like, and I tried it out. I should have wore it today, but it's like, you know, I just want to wear something. You know, my, my mood was different. You say- so, but I'm going to definitely let you see it. Please and like, do. if it just goes crazy, I'm going to start something. I'm going to order some. Yeah. <laughs> Pencil Washington. Let's yeah. get it. <laughs> well, thank you yes, thank for coming you. here. This is a very beautiful episode. I appreciate all thank of you. it. Um, and oh, don't forget to leave your um, wherever they can find you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have anything coming up. Uh, soon any shows whatever mm-hmm. it is that you want to shout out go ahead give it to the world yeah so you know <laughs> I got a lot going on and so you know you can find me keep up with me on in social media you know uh, wherever you stream music you know D Lyles D L Y L E Z and you can also find me on YouTube which would be you know because uh, you know I became a little something, you know, from the a voice. A little something. And so I had to, they, I had to use my my real yes, name I for remember, YouTube. Yeah, for so for that, the you voice. know, my, so my real name is Darius Lyles, you know, so that's D A R I O U S. It was the fact that John Legend turned around like immediately. Oh yeah, quickly him and Kelly Clarkson Imme- had, like, like they were fighting for you. <laughs> and I, I blacked out. Did I you really? I, I and we didn't talk about that. I'm sorry, y'all. We go, we gonna wrap it up at this. How was that? It was. Oh my goodness! It was fast. Yeah, <laughs> it was fast. It was like before you knew it. It was. It was over yeah, with. Yeah, it was over. You with. did a phenomenal job. Thank though. you. But you it, it, it was fun, and I actually did that for several reasons. One, at first I didn't have a reason. I just like my, my <laughs> friends were sending me stuff and people referring me, but I thought it was spam in my email, and I actually did it. And then from there, I made it through. It was like crazy. Yeah. And then I was able to bring my family together and tell people my story of really oh, why, how I became really Darius, you know, and why I'm doing it right. And then I use it as a business move, you know. Hello. It's so just, a very you know, phenomenal you know. marketing tool. Yeah. So <laughs> just like, hey, I'm here. I'm yeah. through. Why not? Do you get those? Do you get to benefit from those connections like after the show or was it like a kind of in the moment thing? You know, in the moment you do, it's all about your impression. Yeah, like absolutely. I, I talked to John a little bit just on social media, you know, um, uh, when he can respond. So it's not like a big deal. Yeah. If he don't respond, it's like, well, that's cool, whatever. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. But at least I, I sat with him and talked with him. We have similarities, you know. He rock with Chicago, you know, he yeah, know what it is. You know, on. Kanye on the first mm-hmm. album, you know, all that other stuff. So he he knew automatically what to expect after turning the chair. It's like, yeah. oh, you say Chicago. Oh, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> let's kind of let's, let's do something. But, I love but yeah, it. that's just where you can find me on, you know, on YouTube, Darius Lyles, D-A-R-I-O-U-S. 
L-Y-L-E-S. And then my artist name, D-Lyles, D-L-Y-L-E-Z. Yeah. And then if you want to go to Spotify, Apple Music, you can check me out on there too. D-Dot-Space, L-Y-L-E-Z. Yes, sir. And for yeah. all of my friends who weren't hooked on phonics like me, it's not Lyles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not, you know, I, I, you know, I could say I'm Puerto Rican or something, but I'm not. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> well, thank you again, and you guys, thank you for joining yet another episode of the Three One Two Podcast. Again, as always, if you're just getting here, mm -hmm. in this episode, go look at the last episodes, mm -hmm. like, comment, share, subscribe, leave me a review. Um, and if you've been sure. here since day one, I thank you. I appreciate you, and we're gonna continue to have these conversations. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let let us know. Jump in the comments. Let me know what you guys thought about this episode. Um, and I kind of want to know, like, what's your go-to R&B song? I want to kind of touch my audience a little bit. See what y'all got. See what yeah. see, see what's in y'all head you know on y'all playlist. I got, I got a challenge for you. <laughs> okay. Right? So if you're gonna if you if you if you guys are gonna put your go-to R&B song right, no mainstream. Don't do any mainstream artists. Talk. Uh, it's look, be talk, hard. talk right there. You're no tell mainstream me. artists. <laughs> I want you to see how hard it's going to be. Ooh! I want you to I want you to see it. Cause even me, I'm just like, nope. It's nope. gonna be hard. It's gonna be really nope. hard. <laughs> so there we go. There's a challenge. No mm -hmm. mainstream artists. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Until next time. Thanks. Deuces.